We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my beautiful and exquisite friends. Sure is cold and snowy here in Idaho. I hope it uh, is a beautiful, sunshiny day where you are and you are keeping warm. So today, we are going to be talking about a very important relationship. We're talking about your relationship with beauty. For me, beauty is not just about being pretty or aesthetically pleasing. It goes much deeper than that. Beauty is a quality and a state of being that lights people up from the inside out. Kalal Jaman has a quote about this very thing. Beauty is not in the face. Beauty is a light in the heart. Isn't that great? I believe true beauty is something anyone and everyone can embrace and embody. Here's another magnificent quote from Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. The most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These people have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep, loving concern. Truly beautiful people do not just happen. Beauty can be about confidence, but as Elizabeth talks about, it can also be about honesty and vulnerability, and it is certainly about authenticity. Today, I'm going to have a conversation with someone who really knows about beauty on all levels and someone I suspect both you and I have many things in common with. We are spending time with Holly Folger. Holly is an accomplished actress and has worked alongside Jamie Lee Curtis, Ellen DeGeneres, and Renee Russo. She has been a television series regular on such shows as Ellen, 30-something, Anything But Love, and many others. She's been featured in 15, over 15 movies throughout her acting career. Holly is currently hosting a wonderful new web series called Speaking of Beauty with Holly Folger. Her show is designed to open dialogue among women to address their fears and insecurities and ultimately help them discover their inner beauty, enhance their self-image, and feel more beautiful in every way. Holly interviews some of her favorite role models and everyday heroes of all races, ages, and backgrounds. Each woman discusses their personal vision of beauty, the negative effects of media's ideal woman, and how these perceptions influence their lives and their power as women. Holly, I love everything about you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. It's so wonderful to be here with you. Oh, I'm just so grateful. I read your book. I've been watching your your videos. I I just think what you're doing is magnificent. And I really want to get into what you're doing. But first, I'd like to talk a little bit about your background and how you got to this place and and creating this platform. Okay. Um, I found that uh, when I, you know, it was a real struggle for me because growing up, I would pour over the magazines, the, you know, Vogue magazine and Seventeen magazine. And, and all I ever really wanted at that age, I was about 12 or 13, was to be as beautiful as models. You know, that seemed to me that if you were as beautiful as that, your life would work out and it would be magical and things would be wonderful. 
and um, and I was not physically beautiful. At, you know, at age 12, I was really skinny, and I had these, you know, winged Coke bottle glasses, and I had braces, and I was just, you know, I wasn't like a model, but I wanted that because it was presented to me in such a way that, you know, that's what, you know, I should strive to be, was that kind of a beautiful woman or girl, and it's been a constant struggle for me. It, you know, I, and I don't know if it was just that that was kind of imprinted on my brain, that that's what was, what was acceptable and that's what was beautiful. But I, I've lived a lot of my life believing that and thinking that beauty was this physical form. And, and there was a, it, and it was specific, specifically physical beauty. And it, there was a, you know, you have a template for it because you're given that template in magazines and television and movies. And frankly, I have dealt with it my whole life. And it, and it has really, it's been challenging for me because when I was, um, I started to do, I modeled for a while, never successfully, but I did model for a while because I thought that was the only way to prove myself as being beautiful. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, I, um, I had moved to Chicago from uh, Ohio where I grew up and I began taking acting classes and I joined a theater and it was a really magnificent time for me because I was able to um, discover just getting into a role and, and experiencing that. And it wasn't about uh, a, a template of beauty. It was about something much deeper. However, when I was in Chicago, I began auditioning for television shows and ironically enough, I got cast in a TV show. It was a short-lived show, but it was called Table. And Renee Russo was my co-star. And if any of you know Renee Russo, she was a very famous supermodel. And I can't even, I was just like, it was like someone took me and popped me into some other kind of tale. And, and I would want, I can't even begin to describe what it was like to be with Renee Russo. She would walk into a room and there was, such a power her beauty had. It was unbelievable. And I, you know, after seeing that, I was again like, oh my God, I want that. Oh my God, I want that. See what that does? And so ultimately, um, it was not, you know, I, I kind of, after that show ended, I moved out to Los Angeles and I, um, and I began working in television quite a bit. However, I was constantly kind of on this, on this, it was almost like being on a, a treadmill or something, trying to get skinny enough or pretty enough or this enough or that enough. And I got, frankly, really sick um, because I was trying to be so skinny. And um, I, you know, I really was hurting, uh, damaging my health. And I went, my doctor told me I had to start eating because I was way too skinny. And it was a real, you know, I had kind of a spiritual and um, emotional breakdown around the time I had done a show called Ellen. And I was fired from the show. I, I mean, they redid the show and they reworked it and I was replaced. But to me, it was, it was a really Rejection. hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really hard. And, um, and I went through a really hard time and I came out the other side. And this whole question of beauty has been something that I have thought about, obsessed about. And I just felt like it was time to look at it. And I did. And I, you know, and talked to my friends about it. 
And that's how the show came about. It just came about because I wanted to give my friends and myself and women a voice. And I wanted to show them that they were beautiful and they were enough. And that beauty is not about that template. It's not. It's about so much more. And I think as women, we just get indoctrinated with what, what we're supposed to be in terms of looking. And I just, I don't like that, and it's not right, and I have a daughter who's 15, and I don't want her to go through that. I do right. not, and I don't want my friends to go through that, so that's how the show came about, mm-hmm. and it's been a mission for me to empower women and, and allow them to see how beautiful they are, so... And, um, and I love what you're saying. It's rather than trying to prove anything to anyone, it's about accepting and embracing it within yourself. And oh, I think what makes us beauty is our uniqueness and maybe our quirkiness. And, and that's what makes us special. And once we can accept and acknowledge that, it's funny how people respond to us differently. Yeah, I know. But when you think about this, when you think about there is nobody just exactly like you I know we hear this over and over, but I mean, to really kind of get this is there's no one like you ever in the world, nor will there ever be completely like you. And it's that uniqueness that makes you beautiful. And whatever that is, whether it is your quirky sense of humor or your, your eyes or your, you know, or the light that comes from your eyes or your, or, you know, your intelligence, whatever it is, whatever is that whatever makes you your specifically unique being that is so beautiful. It's beautiful. It's just, there's nothing like that. And my encouragement is for women to begin to look at beauty from the inside out, because you can't deny that we live in a society where, you know, we are infused with the media and, and, um, and images of beauty, which frankly are not even real, but, you know, that's what we get. So you need to come from the inside and then you need to step out and, and say, this, these are my tools if I choose to use them. You know, how do I do it? How do I do it from a place where I'm not hiding? I'm enhancing. And that's, you know, that's, yeah, you, I believe you, in that. Yeah, you bring up something really important right here. You talk about media-based beauty. And I think what you, the essence of what you're what you teach and speak of is the danger of comparing ourselves with media-based beauty because it isn't even real. <laughs> no, I mean, that's the, you know, there's the rub. It's not even the images that we are presented with and, you know, magazine images and images of models, they are photoshopped. They are, and, you know, that we are presented with these images that aren't even real. How do you, you know, how do you win? And they're getting a little savvy to this, I do believe. And there are people, like, I know Kate Winslet, uh, when she did a cover, I, th- I can't remember, it was like Esquire, there was, she did a cover, and they photoshopped it. And she got really mad at that. Because they made <laughs> Isn't her that skinnier. Great? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, you know, or they photoshopped, there was an ad that Julia Roberts did for Lancome, and in the UK, not so, it's a little bit different in the UK, but in the UK, they wouldn't let it run because it was photoshopped. And it's not real. So you look at these magazines and you think, oh, my God, look at her. She's perfect. That's what I'm striving to be. And it's not even real. <laughs> you know, how do we win? Yeah, it's not possible. Honestly. So 
Um, yeah, that's painful. Like- it's painful to try to, when that bar is set so high, to try to compare or compete it, because it, it's, it's something you'll never achieve. No, you won't. The comparing, comparing is such a destructive um, thing to, to do. And I, believe me, I, and that again was something <clears throat> I used, I've done my whole life. Compare. Just, you know, well, I'm not this. Well, I'm not that. Well, you know, it's just, it's, it is a no-win situation, and it's it's a slippery slope when you start doing that. It really is. Yeah, um, it happens. It happens a lot. I don't know what the the statistics are as far as eating disorders and such go, but I know mm-hmm. I was part of that statistic, and you know, could never be thin enough. And and like you, I wanted to be beautiful because I thought that would garner me love. It wasn't about having right. power necessarily, but it was about receiving love, trying to get it from the outside in. And I would work out three and four hours a day and I would starve myself. And it was just, you know, it was just, it was so painful. So, you know, I, I ended up, you know, having my own spiritual breakdown and ended up like you, um, going inward and Mm -hmm. learning how to love myself, maybe not in spite of my imperfections, but maybe because of them, maybe those are the quirkiness and the craziness, the clumsiness, the silliness, the imperfections, maybe that's what makes me special. And as I embrace those things, it's funny how people have treated me differently because I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone anymore. I'm just enjoying being me. Right. And I love that about you. And I love that about the women that you interview on your show. Oh, they're phenomenal. I mean, you know, I just, the women that I interviewed, the first, it, on the show right now, there's there, there are 16 interviews we did, and I think there are about six up on the website. But yes. the women I interviewed, um, for the most part, were women I knew, um, and they were honestly. I believe that every single woman should feel how absolutely magnificent magnificent she is, and special and heroic. And I wanted to highlight each woman, and just I just I wanted to put a mirror up and say, look how beautiful you are. Look at you. And, you know, I mean, but my friend Cynthia Oraduba is on there. She's African-American. She's, I think she's probably uh, in her 60s. And she is magnificent. She is one of the most beautiful women I have ever seen. And you just need to listen to her story. You just need to listen to what she's gone through and how what she's gone through informs who she is and her beauty. She is, and ever I can say that about every single woman I've interviewed on there. Lucia Riker, who is a boxer, and she's from uh, she's from Holland, and she was in the movie Million Dollar Baby, and she has been a professional boxer for years, and she is one of the most beautiful, centered, yes. spiritual. Yeah, I saw women. that one. That was amazing. Wow, she is amazing. She's just, and she was called the most dangerous woman in the world at one time in her career. And she is, she's just, she's like, she's delicate and she's fierce. And that's beautiful. That is beautiful. a beautiful combination. Ah, I just, those, that to me is such beauty. And that we deny that part of ourselves and look to something else, uh, just this purely physical. I just, I want to shift that. I want to shift that conversation. And that consciousness. And I truly believe, and you talked about media-based beauty and values-based beauty. What I look at this, this is how I see it. Media-based beauty is what we're given. 
It's what we're told is beautiful. It's, and it's purely physical. And like we said many times, it's not real. And values-based beauty is driven by a culture, and it's shaped by a clear set of ground rules, in my opinion. And the ground rules are beauty comes from the inside out. What's beautiful is your uniqueness. And every single woman deserves to feel beautiful. And what I really want to do with speaking of beauty and with my web series and with books is to begin to create that values-based beauty culture and shift that consciousness. And it's slowly <laughs> happening, but it's, but it's slow, you know? It's, 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 it's slow to change because it's been around for a very, very long time. No, I, I agree. And I don't think there's anything wrong with, with beauty. I'm a hairdresser. I'm a makeup artist. But that's the frosting on the cake. It's not the whole cake. You know, to me, the cake is where the real substance is. Um, and I love, I love this quote. It kind of is what you're speaking to right now. This comes from your book, um, The Inner Beauty Journal, um, Speaking of Beauty says, true beauty is your soul reflected outward. When you align with your personal values and establish a foundation of guided principles. To me, that is so lovely. It speaks of integrity and authenticity. And and again, just settling into the truth of who you are and, and knowing that that's valuable. Well, don't get me wrong. I don't, I mean, I'm not somebody, I love makeup and fashion. And I love all of that, but I needed to be able to, um, uh, I needed to look at that in a different way because I, you know, to me, it's like, I wanted to be able to use that to, to say who I am as opposed to covering up who I am. You see, I believe that because of, because of where we live, fashion and makeup and, and if you choose to, you know, uh, use fashion and makeup as a way to express yourself, that's one thing. And, you know, it can be anything, too. It can be just like, I don't know, just a, just a little uh, something in your wardrobe that's a little bit different. So you can, you can begin to say, this is who I am. This is, you know, this is what I want to present to the world. And we did that within, when I wrote this book, Speaking of Beauty and Her Beauty Journal, it was, it was a kind of, it's a journal to take every woman uh, on a journey where yes. they begin to see and, and um, recognize what, who they are, what their uniqueness is all about, what their individuality is all about, and take it further to what, what we've done and, and what we'll talk about a little bit later is we, we've kind of separated it into groups just to kind of guide women in terms of how to look at yourself and how to begin to understand who you are and how to best express yourself. Um, mm-hmm. So, and those are the word yeah. groups that we put together. I, I love that. So I'm looking forward to getting into that because I found that so um, compelling and, and I'm always wanting to learn more about myself. And I feel like your, your book did that for me. So um, just for anybody that's listening, her book really isn't just a book. It's a journal that supports you, supports the reader and getting in touch with their essence and their uniqueness and to help claim them, claim your beauty, claim their beauty from the inside out. And I think it's really a way to kind of make, maybe look at yourself a little bit differently and start to really celebrate yourself at a deeper level. And, and again, I think that is where true beauty comes from. I, I'm there with you. (laughs) 
I agree wholeheartedly. And it is, you know, it is, it's a workbook and it's a book yes. where you, you know, you kind of start out and it's, it's to, it's, it's just, to, it's about shifting how you look at yourself and how you look at the world and how you look at, it's, it's an exploration into beauty, what you think about beauty, looking at things differently, um, claiming, learning to change your self-talk, learning to, to recognize, you know, we go through stuff throughout a day and, and we have that little voice that, that is saying, as we look in the mirror, oh, you know, it could be anything, but it's many times it's not, oh, look how beautiful I am. I look great. Many times it's negative. It's, yes. Can't believe, look at my hair, look at this, I feel fat, I live. And it's, you know, that's not particularly empowering for us. And so it's, it's about recognizing, recognizing those tendencies and changing them. It's about recognizing what is it that makes me unique? What do I have? What, what do I love to do? What are my passions? Where, where, you know, where do I see that in myself? Where's my joy? And it's recognizing that and it's learning to shift how you look at yourself and and what is beautiful, it's just, it's changing the way you look at yourself in the world in terms of beauty. Because beauty, yes. beauty can be anything. It comes in all forms. And, um, and the minute we can just recognize that there is beauty in everything, you just have to learn how to see. It's, you know, that's a shift. And it's, um, and, you know, sometimes, I, I'm sure a lot of uh, listeners out there know someone who, a woman, you know, or a man, but um, who can walk into a room, and if you were to look at that human being and take them apart physically, they aren't particularly, you know, media beautiful. They're not, you know, they might not be the whatever, skinniest, best body, whatever, but they have something. They can, uh, you know, that kind of a person can walk into a room. They have in essence, they have a light, and that's what I'm talking about. It's it's yes. just it's an acknowledgement of it's almost like the acknowledgement of a life force and who you are, and there is such beauty in that. And you know, and everybody has like it. Everybody yeah. has it. You know, it's a, it's about looking for the light in people. And I know yeah. for me, as I've settled into the knowingness within myself, it's so easy for me to see the beauty in others where before I was kind of skating along the surface in my life because I was trying to prove something. It was kind of empty on the inside. But as I settled into that space, that peace, that light, that comfort within, not only do I feel beautiful and my health is improved, every aspect of my life is improved. I see beauty all around me every day. I go to Starbucks. I, you know, I, 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 I walk out of my house. I answer the door to the, you know, the, the uh, FedEx guy. It's like, everybody's so incredible it's so life is so magical once once i really understood that beauty is an inside job this planet became so magnificent i know i know i did i you know for at the start of the year i i made a resolution that every single day i every person that i came in contact with i vowed that i would see something beautiful about them and part my my goal is to be able to see um, like to see the soul force coming from the, that other person to see their to see their beauty. I remember one time I um, I went to hear the Dalai Lama speak. It was at a big event in Los Angeles where I live, and it was at a place called the Hollywood Bowl, and it's a big venue. And I was 
you know, I wasn't all that close, but I was close enough. And there was something about um, the way the Dalai Lama, the way he was present, and the way it was almost like he was able to see people and acknowledge the humanness in people. And it was incredibly moving. And it was big. You know, it was huge. And I think everybody in that, uh, in that um, place felt that. And that, that's, that is actually, you know, what I'm talking about. It's, it's about that level of beauty. We all have that. And, um, and we need to recognize that. And, you know, we need to kind of, you know, we need to see that. It's, it's really important. So, um, yeah, he, he yeah. is exquisite. And, and one of my favorite examples of beauty who I, I would love to continue to learn from and, uh, who I enjoy thoroughly is uh, Maya Angelou. Oh, I know. Maya Angelou. And, and that she's so celebratory of herself, not just the number. She's, she's, she's so um, forthright about her, her age being in her 80s and, and her sexuality. And she's just so complex and brilliant and wise. And wow, if I could just have a conversation with her, it's like magnificent. I know. Such beauty. I know. If you now, you know, my website is speakingofbeauty.tv, and I have all my, um, I have interviews up there. And what we're doing is we're posting new interviews every three weeks. Um, and you can, you know, if, if the listeners want to go there, you can just go and click on um, the interviews and listen to. I inter- on that website, I interview a 12 year old who talks about beauty. And, you know, it's, it's inspiring to listen to somebody like that because she's 12. She's now 13. I think she turned 13, I don't know, in September. And we interviewed her in August. But she, um, she's, she is just, it makes me feel really hopeful because she's got such a great outlook about what she wants to do and about what beauty's all about. And there's a woman there named Gary McKenzie who talks about, she's in her 60s. And, you know, I interview all sorts of women. And I've interviewed women who have had, who have had plastic surgery, women who haven't, women, because I don't want it to be about, I just want to present a platform and a place for women to go to talk about what beauty is all about. And I want to present it from all different sides and be able to learn from whoever is talking and what makes them feel better. And with Derry, she, uh, her, Derry was a model. Derry is so cool. She was a model. She was, um, I think she did a campaign in the States and she looked exactly like Twiggy when she, you know, when Twiggy was hot back in the sixties and, um, she was, was a model. She was a backup singer with Lou Reed. She's had quite an amazing career and she's now, um, you know, she, all her, her kids are grown and they're in college and she, she, her complete conviction is she will not do any kind of, you know, anything. Surgery. Yeah, I saw that face. interview. It was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to go to break, Holly. And um, okay. I'm just so excited about continuing this conversation with you. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the five style profiles and how you can discover your personal beauty essence. This is very interesting. You're not going to want to miss this. We'll be right back with Holly Folger. Hi, Dad. Hey, sweetheart. Where's the little guy? In school? Yep, just dropped him off. 
Is your hair getting whiter or is that paint? Actually, I'm painting your old room. Did you take down my David Cassidy posters? Nah, I painted over them. Dad. Just kidding. Why were you painting my old room? You had a purple room. Moby Grape. Well, your mom and I are upsizing. We're hosting a foreign exchange student from Cairo. What about me and your grandson? Come on, it'll be a great experience for everybody. We'll never see you. You'll be taking her to the museum and the zoo and... Sweetheart, you know how great it'll be for my grandson to experience another culture. He could learn another language, new customs. I never thought of that. Got an extra paintbrush? <laughs> the time is now. Open up your life. Find out how to have a foreign exchange student live with you. Every family has something special to share. Go to hoststudents.org. That's hoststudents.org. Imagine my grandson speaking Arabic. Have you ever lost a cat? And have you ever wanted to get your cat back after you lost it? Hi there, I'm Andrew Hoffman. I went on this website called inventnow.org. Then I decided to make an invention of my own. It's called the Lost Cat Magnet Invention. So you can get your cat back after you lost it. Just turn it on and lost cats stick to it. That's a good cat. If your cat was hiding up in a tree, it won't be up a tree anymore. It will be stuck to the lost cat magnet. And sometimes they fly toward you in the air. Just listen to one satisfied cat. See, that's proof. You should go to the inventnow.org website too. But just remember one thing. Don't do a lost cat magnet. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Welcome to the Maya Miguel Challenge. Meet Maya and the gang. Oh, hi, I'm Maya. Maya and her friends want you to get up and play because it's always more fun to be active. There's mountain biking, boating and fishing, mountain climbing and spelunking. <laughs> Let's get started. Get ready to take the Maya and Miguel Challenge. Let's see. Just go to letsmove.gov and look for Maya and Miguel. You'll find tons of fun activities that'll help keep you healthy and active. Muy activo. You can also check out healthy recipes to try with your family, play cool games, and get free downloads. So come hang out with Maya, Miguel, and the whole gang. Go! Remember, whether you play sports, run, dance, or jump in place, just get up and play at least an hour a day. And don't forget, eat healthy to be your best. Maya and Miguel will show you how at letsmove.gov. That's letsmove.gov. A message from the Ag Council and the Department of Health and Human Services. You're listening to Empower Radio. Now back to Journey to Center with Dr. Tammy Belashevsky. Hello, my wonderful friends, my beautiful friends. We are having a wonderful conversation with Holly Folger about true beauty. She wrote a book called Speaking of Beauty, The Inner Beauty Journal. And we are also joined by her co-author and contributor, Melissa McNamara. And Melissa is a makeup artist. She's enjoyed a long career working behind the scenes in film, magazine shoots, fashion week, leading seminars, teaching artistry techniques. Melissa has a makeup studio in Los Angeles where she teaches students how to become professional makeup artists and give private lessons to women who to help them discover their best beauty routine. So Holly and Melissa, thanks for being here on Journey to Center and Empower Radio. Thank you. Hello. Hi. So I am so excited about this segment, this half of the show, because um, we're going to go into 
the second part of your book, Chapter 7, Speaking of Beauty's Style Profile Makeup Guide. I found this so compelling. So I don't know who wants to talk about this. I don't know who, who came up with this, but it's brilliant. The five different styles of beauty. So who wants well, to tell me about this? This is Holly, and what I want to do is I'll introduce how Melissa and I met, and then she can take over. Melissa and I um, met, uh, and we had a shared kind of goal in that we wanted to help women get in touch with their beauty from the inside out, and also we wanted to give them tools to do that. So it was our contention that instead of using makeup to hide and, you know, cover up, it's to enhance who you are. And we worked for, I don't know, a year or two trying to develop how to get, you know, how to bridge that gap, how to bridge the inner and the outer beauty. And we used to, we, we put together a word exercise. And um, the word exercise, basically, it's in the book. And uh, you choose different words that best describe you from each, from different groups. And you ultimately come up with one word that best describes who you are, you know, who, what your essence is. And what we then did was we designed looks based on those words. And Melissa, we designed them together, but Melissa was, you know, she, she was the, the leader with that because she's such a wonderful makeup artist. So I will let her take over now and describe the groups and um, what they mean. Hi, Mel. Hi. Melissa's great. Day. Hi, everyone. <laughs> so happy to have you here and to have this conversation. I just love, love, love what you've done in this journal and the pictures and the um, instructions. So I'm, I'm excited about uh, having having the rest of this conversation and getting into the the physical elements and essence of beauty. Oh, great. Well, you know, it was interesting, this journey that Holly and I had together, because as a makeup artist, um, as you can imagine, my career has really been based on outer beauty. And, you know, now that I've been doing this for 20 years, what I discovered is that women truly only feel beautiful when their inner core is, you know, touched in some way, and that can be expressed fully. So what we've done is use makeup kind of as a tool to help women to feel complete. And so, you know, as Holly mentioned, our journey together has really been about how do we connect what's really beautiful about a woman on the inside to that outer beauty. And, you know, I'm actually lucky enough to be a makeup artist so that I can help women do that. And um, so what we did is once you decide which group that you're in, and all of these um, words, as Holly mentioned, are put into five different groups. And once we looked at each one of those groups, and of course, all those words kind of connected in some way to put them into that group. And for example, the first group is called the inspirers group. And these tend to be women that are inspirational leaders in some sense. And, you know, kind of the people that when they walk into a room, people turn their heads and nobody really knows why. You know what I mean by that? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So, and this course, was actually, yeah. believe it or not, this this book was actually kind of inspired by Holly because she is an inspirer. And um, you know, I've been doing her makeup for years. And so, what I did is I looked at all the women that were we interviewed, and each of the women that were in each category, and designed the look based upon kind of the core essence of who I saw as these women. That's fantastic. So what are some of the other groups and the qualities, um, Melissa? Great. So the first group, of course, is the Inspire, like I said. The second group is the Dreamers. And the Dreamers are really highly creative. They're imaginative. 
Um, and they kind of, you know, they're artistic group, if you will. And so this one was really looking at natural beauty. Um, they don't like a ton of makeup necessarily. So that one, we I really inspired by earth tones and really kind of using the eyes. Because, you know, I noticed with this group that they all kind of spoke using their eyes. So what I used was a really nice, natural, enhancing look for them. Then the third group was really is called the Seekers. And the Seekers are, you know, more about coming from within. And they're looking for meaning in the world. Um, people come to them for, for, you know, their thoughts on life. And so with that look, I really wanted to give them some ways to express that. And, you know, one of the things I found about this the seeker group is that they, they like makeup and they like to take care of themselves, but they don't really know what to do necessarily. So I wanted to give them some new ideas with which they can stretch outside of the being the natural look, but not take it too far. So that was what we did with the seeker. And the next look was the leader. And with this group, they're pretty bold. They're powerful. These are the people, your CEOs, your people that, um, you know, take charge of the room and make decisions and make things happen. And so with this one, I went for a very bold, smoky eye, which I thought would empower them a little bit more. But really, and also we did some nice contouring, which I thought was interesting because it, gives, it makes them, them have a more powerful approach when they've got the structured cheekbone and the bold eye, and it just it really matched the personality of that group. And then lastly, we had the thinkers. And now the thinkers are very logical. They're, um, they love to read. They're into, you know, knowledge, and they seek knowledge everywhere that they can. This is the kind of person that needs to have a reason to change their beauty routine. So what I did is I made it a very logical approach to beauty, and I made their look just like a little pop of color, so it's not too much. Um, it has, in other words, the beauty routine had to make sense and be on the logical format. And that was really kind of the thinking behind these, and we just had a wonderful time designing each one of these looks. And as you'll see in the book, they actually are all done with makeup. When I, do, when I designed them, this isn't done on a computer. This is done with actual eyeshadows, blushes, and lipsticks on a piece of paper and scanned. I mean, it is the real deal. <laughs> yes. Yes, and I love that on the website, speakingofbeauty.tv, that you have actual tutorials for each of these. So it's so fun to go through the lists of words and figure out which category you're in. And I'm, I'm a seeker. Oh, great. <laughs> That's you have the very templates perfect for you. For the, the tutorials. It's just, it's so comprehensive the way you two have put this together. And it makes it really fun, not at all intimidating, very comprehensive. So enjoyable. We also oh, use we also use women from um, from the, the women of speaking of beauty. The women we interviewed we used as our tutorial models. So you know, so you can get a sense. It's not you know we didn't use uh, you know Giselle. We use you know we <laughs> use the women within who we interviewed, and you can and and it's so cool how you see how those looks fit those women. It's it's amazing mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, you guys have done some amazing work together. I'm just so honored to be having a conversation and supporting you and getting this out there because I think it can really transform people inside and out, which I think is just, you know, that's, that's, that's the deal. We're spiritual beings having a human experience. So we want right. to understand that, you know, we want the upstairs and the downstairs. We want the inside. We want the outside. And that you bridge these worlds, I think, is just brilliant. Thank oh, you. Fantastic. I, I, 
Thank you. It's it's been really important for us, and and we worked, you know, for a while trying to bridge those worlds because you know both of us we're both very spiritual, and we're both you know we've we have been in the beauty world for you know years, but it is about. I mean, Mel, you might want to talk about what it's like when you work on a woman with makeup, and I mean, there is a shift that you notice, and I think that's one of the things that that made um, Mel want to do this was. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting because when we initially had this conversation, you know, Holly and I were talking about um, what the experience is of a woman that going in to get a makeup consultation or, you know, sitting in the chair. And I told Holly, you know, what I've learned over the years is that people don't really realize, but my job is a very psychological job and spiritual in that I'm asking someone to sit in the chair, take off the mask that they wear, which is their makeup, and explore a whole new way of, of doing that. And um, I call it the magic chair because once you put that, they sit in the chair, you take off the mask and you put on the, the drape, which is kind of safe. Um, there's this vulnerability that becomes, um, it, it's expressed, whether they like it or not. And if a woman is willing to kind of open up a little bit, you see this complete transformation that is not just external. And so we started doing these workshops where we would have some, you know, a group of women come together that didn't know one another at all. And we would go through this process of choosing your word. And then I would do a makeover on each one of the women. And it was like, at, by the end of the day, every woman felt so connected to one another. And it became this completely powerful energy of uh, female essence that was just so beautiful and transformational that we just thought, you know, we've really got something here. And it is really going to make a difference for women. We really believe that. Mm, I love what you're saying. and It's like a beauty support group and there really is no competition or comparing. It's about everybody just celebrating their unique selves. I think that's so right. exquisite. I, um, I just it, love this. And what we, you know, what we have scheduled also, we do, you know, we are doing workshops. Not only do we have our book and um, our website and our web series, but we are also starting to do workshops, and we have um, a teen workshop, and we'll have this on the website, all the information. But we have a teen workshop because we're also coming out with a with a book um, about teen inner beauty because that is a whole, you know, mm-hmm. when I interviewed Grace Williams on the web series, and she's the one who's 12 years old, and I began to see how important it is to educate young girls about what this is all about self-esteem and what beauty is we you know we're working on a whole other book for teens and we have a workshop that we're doing in los angeles um march 23rd um which is a teen workshop and we're also doing one um we have a two-day women's workshop scheduled for september and you know i I mean and that's september 28th and 29th but we are scheduling workshops because what we do is we work with, you know, with the teens and with a women's two-day workshop, which is almost like a retreat um, to get in touch with inner beauty and to learn, uh, and also using the style profile in terms of makeup. And we're also going to take that into wardrobe and also, you know, how you express yourself that way. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like so much fun. I know. It will be yeah, very, very, it, very it much is. It's, it's a wonderful experience. And just to kind of lead on to what Holly was saying, um, to quote Grace, who this is, she's really the inspiration for us doing this whole teen workshop. Is she says, "If you embrace your imperfections, you will achieve perfection, just your own kind." 
And that message, really, we want to take to every teen girl across America, really, is that, you know, it's not about being perfect. And everything you see in the magazines is a lie. It's not true. And, you know, luckily, I can tell them that because I've been there and I have the experiences of sharing with them that it is, it is a lot of uh, manipulation behind the scenes to make mm-hmm. this perfect image. And it's just not real and it's unattainable. So we want to demystify the world of beauty for women and teens and let them know that it is not about being perfect. It's about embracing your unique self and really expressing that in the way that you can most impact the world with your gifts, your innate gifts and your talents. And so that's really just kind of been what it's about. And, um, you know, like I said, she just, Grace has inspired us to really want to make a difference with teen girls because I think that's where we can make the best impact for the future. Uh, it's so beautiful. And it's such a powerful um, practice, powerful intention, you know. Can you imagine, can you women imagine if we would have had that experience as teenagers, oh. how that might have done yeah, something yeah. for the foundation and of who we are? I think oh my, my gosh, life would it's be so different. wonderful. I truly do. I think my life would be very different. If I wasn't that 12-year-old sitting, you know, on my bed with my braces and my big, you know, wing flaps, looking at <laughs> pictures that I wanted to be like, if I had something that was more about what we're talking about, I think it would be very different for me. Yes. But I do think that needs to be addressed because I think it's really hard being a teenager in this culture. Mm-hmm. It's oh, the images it that girls is. get. It's, it's, it's scary, you know? Uh, yeah, I, mean, so I, I just think a, that's so beautiful. So, so beautiful, you know, because I, I think it can, it can, it could probably, um, it could very likely shift their futures in a way yeah. that is, is so powerful, so positive. I just really want to commend you women for doing this. I think it's amazing. Thank you. We're really Thank proud. you. We really are. <laughs> yeah. So I have a question for you guys, and I don't know who wants to answer this. Say somebody's listening and they're going, yeah, yeah, I hear what you're saying, but I don't feel beautiful. I just don't feel beautiful. That's the deal. Do you have any words of wisdom or things they might be able to do to start claiming their beauty here and now? Um, well, you know, you could, you could just kind of take it. I mean, what I would suggest for who, someone out there who's saying that, I think, you know, do, do try one of the exercises and, and and sit down and make a list of what makes you unique. You know, mm-hmm. think about that. List like 10 things that make you unique. And it can be anything. Okay, so you don't feel beautiful. So you're sitting there and you feel, you know, yucky. Okay, well, sit down <laughs> and take a piece of paper out and write 1 to 10 and put down what makes you unique. Whether and Holly, just to add to that, you know, one of the things that in this exercise you find is it asks you the question about who inspires you. And when you truly think about who inspires you and make a list of those people and what it is about those people that inspire you, one of the things that you discover is that it is not physical qualities that inspire you. Never. It is always some, something else that, you, that someone brings to you. So by making a list of the people that inspire you, you're able to see what inspires me is nothing about the exterior. It is all about inside. And so a lot of times women are able to make that shift of thinking that it's really not about what's going on outside. It's about how I am impacting the world and what are ways that they're touching other people that maybe they don't even realize. And we've seen, Holly, you can say this, I'm sure. We've seen in our workshops, women come to the realization 
that they have impacted people within that day that they didn't even realize. Um, and so I think that's one way that women can kind of take a first step and, and just really think about what it is about them that, that they give to the world. Mm, those are two really fabulous suggestions. I love the word inspire. To me, that's in spirit. It means in, embodying spirit. And I see that, you know, as you, as you're having, uh, this conversation, Maya Angelou and Oprah Winfrey, these people inspire me. And so I do see beauty in them. And then also, mm-hmm. Holly, what you're saying about what makes you unique, because I really do think true beauty is about claiming your uniqueness. So those are two really fabulous um, suggestions that somebody could do right now to start making that shift. You know, I'm sure if you were to uh, interview Oprah, talk to Oprah, and you were to say to her, you know, what makes you unique, or you were to say that prior to, you know, her long success on her show, possibly, I think one of the things that makes her so unique is her ability to listen. Mm. And that is nothing about how she looks physically, but that's what makes her unique. And her ability to hear what somebody's saying, you know, really hear, because a lot of times that's difficult for people. And it's allowed her to become somebody who inspires so many other people. I mean, you need to start to look at that. You need to start to look at what you have that makes you unique, you know, whether it's your, your ability to, your humor or your, you know, or your, like we've talked about, your quirky way you look at the world, your perspective on the world. Those are things that make you unique. And they mm-hmm. don't have anything to do with physical beauty, but ultimately you are wrapped up in uh, th- th- that. That's you. That's your essence. So, um, no, I love that. I know for me, for a long time, I wanted to present this mu- beautiful facade to the world, if you will, to kind of cover up a deeper insecurity about who I was. Like if people really knew me, they wouldn't like me. And as I started mm. to do the work that you guys were talking about, you know, cultivating beauty from the inside out, I would, I, I can be clumsy. I'm kind of like Tinkerbell. I'm, I, I trip, I fall. <laughs> and instead of being embarrassed about it, I would just like bust up laughing. And then I see people laughing with me not at me. Right. And to me, mm-hmm. that connection, that connection, that sense of connection, be able to laugh at myself is what has really cultivated a much more joyful human experience. It's about being human, you know? Right. 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 I mean, so I'm much fun. Em- embrace, em- embracing the imperfection again, like what you had said earlier. Yeah. I, I think with me, like you, I wanted to present to the world. I wanted to be like perfect. It's beautiful. Oh, look at that, like, you know, gorgeous woman, there she is. And I, like you, am an enormous clod. Not only a clod, I mean, I, that's Mel. I fall constantly. I'm always tripping. We, we, <laughs> You're always picking we, her up, huh, we, we, We've brought oh, her yeah. before, and it's like, uh-oh, Holly's tripped again, or Holly's fall. I mean, you know, I'm a clod, and I'm also a goofball. So that, so that to begin to be able to, you know, see that and to as opposed to, you know, hiding it, which I can't because I am a goof and I stumble and, you know, just laugh about that because that is one of the things that makes me, you know, my goofy, funny, (laughs) individual self. I think it makes you lovable. I think it makes you right. 
Because, you know, I don't know about you guys, but if somebody's too physically beautiful, it's like they're above you and it's intimidating. But if somebody's right there with you, even if they're physically stunning, if they're real, if they're authentic, if they're quirky, if they're clumsy, it makes them accessible. And again, once again, that is that that heart connection that happens, which is absolutely that's magic. That's magic. You guys are creating such great magic. Thank you. Thank you. We're changing the consciousness. That's what we want to do. We want to shift that. We want to, we really do. We want to elevate the beauty conversation and shift it. Well, I'm right there with you. So I'm enjoying the (laughs) shift. I'm I'm, I'm on trails of glory here because that's, that is my intention as well to bridge the world and, and create heaven on earth and help people love themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know, I, I think it's just, Wonderful. I feel like I'm in such great company right now. Oh, thanks. Us too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's amazing. So here's one other quote that I got in your book, guys, that it just like blows me away. And this puts it in a nutshell. You are beautiful. Never forget that. Your beauty comes from who you are. Take time to delight in that. You must remember that you are infinitely precious. Wow. Okay. To me, that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. I might, uh, that might be my Facebook update status a little later today. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I good. I can see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll be sure to give you um, some, <laughs> some credit for that and then uh, have people come listen to this uh, interview. So cycle upward with this uh, consciousness and this information and this transformation. Mm-hmm. So, ladies, I want to give uh, our listeners um, the nuts and bolts information about how to get a hold of you. How do they find you? How do they get to know about more about these um, these uh, services you offer and these workshops you're offering and get your book? Can you give us this information? Sure. Um, in order, to, I mean, all of it is on our website, and our website is speakingofbeauty.tv, and you can buy the book on the website. You can see the interviews on the website, the workshops. We haven't posted the workshops yet because we're figuring out dates. We're trying to get our, uh, you know, calendar for, for 2013, but, um, but they'll be up, you know, in the next couple of days. So you can um, read about that. You can also sign up um, to be on our mailing list because then you'll get our newsletters and you'll get, you know, information early. I, we have a newsletter coming out in a couple of days and also with the newsletters, you're also, you'll also get interviews before they're up on the website. So they'll just come, you know, they'll come to your email and you can, you know, see them before they're up on the website. So, and, you know, whatever else we're doing, you'll, you'll have access to it. Um, and something you know. I want to mention is these interviews, it's not going to like be like this show where it's going to take an hour out of your life. It's like three, four minutes and you walk away after seeing these interviews feeling so just like, for me, inspired and uplifted. The women we chose uh, to interview were women who I really believe, you know, like I said, I believe every woman should be celebrated, but they're women who have something to say to each and every one of you out there. And they are, like I said, they are of all races and all ages and all economic backgrounds, but they have something to say. So within the interviews, there will be somebody who you listen to who will resonate with you and it will speak to you. And that was the goal. So that you can see yourself mirrored back and you can see that you're not alone. We're here, you know. We're all mm-hmm. here and we're all a values-based beauty community and, and we're all kind of, 
we have the same intention. And so that's what, you know, the interviews can do as well. They are very, very empowering and really terrific. Yeah. And, And you are, you're creating a beautiful, connected community. And I think that, that is what heals us. That is what heals us. So this has been just such a pleasure and an honor and a privilege. I've enjoyed this conversation so much. And I'm just so looking forward to meeting both of you when I come to L.A. next. Oh, you (laughs) will. Oh, I am as well. Yes. (laughs) That would be fantastic. And for my lovely listeners, so happy that you you took some time out of your day to hang with us on Empower Radio. I hope you got as much value out of this as I did. And I want you to get a hold of me. If you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, if you want to be on the show, I would love to hear from you. I love connecting and communicating with you guys. So you can go to my website, TammyBPhD.com. Send me a question, send me a comment. And you can also find me on Facebook. I love connecting with my friends there. So take care of yourself. Celebrate your, your, your uniqueness. And just know that you are infinitely precious and extraordinarily beautiful. Love to you. Onward and upward. Bye for now.